Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. The Dog Show is brought to you in part by The Natural Pet Pantry. Naturalpetpantry.com is their website. Raw and cooked food for both dogs and cats. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) My dogs eat it. They love it and they thrive on it. Dog Show is also brought to you in part by All the Best Pet Care. All the best food, treats, and toys for your dog and cat. Allthebestpetcare.com. See where all of their 10 locations are around Western Washington. There's a fourth partner. What? Who are they again? Oh, that's right. Dr. Anderson and Jet City Animal Clinic, who that's is in right. the booth with me right now. Very exciting that everybody gets to meet her. Uh, JetCityAnimalClinic.com is their website. Uh, located 12th Avenue, Capitol Hill area, Seattle, right across from Seattle U. Full-service vet clinic, and uh, we're going to be talking with Dr. Anderson today in the first half of the show about her, her practice, and also their really awesome event that's coming up on Saturday. They're doing an open house, and uh, there's a ton of stuff going on, so we'll be getting into that. First of all, I want to say what a fine day to take your dog for a walk, and I mean it. Good point, Julie. I always mean it. Thank you. (laughs) I always mean it. But today it's easy to say. That's right. This is one of the days where... We don't even have to say schedule it between (laughs) this time and this time. We can just say all day long, great day to take your dog for a walk. Or just be prepared to walk in the rain. Not today. That's right. This is one of the days that I feel like all the other cities in the country are jealous of Seattle. I would agree. Yeah. And they should be every day, really. Really. Because we live in a great place, but uh, especially on days like today. Yes. So we have Dr. Anderson with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh, I know you've been so excited for the interview, and we've been excited to have (laughs) you. And I've been... I was trying to find, um, (laughs) so did you see The Matrix, Dr. Anderson? Yes. Do you get that a lot? Uh, No. No. I think it's great. (laughs) So I was looking for quotes that I was just going to like try to find a quote from the movie, but they're not very pleasant. I think it's Mr. Anderson. Well, it is Mr. Anderson, but I say Dr. Anderson because you're here. (laughs) But so I was looking for... um, for quotes and they're just not very pleasant from Agent Smith. Like, tell me, Dr. Anderson, what good is a phone call when you are unable to speak? Mm. Like, not very yeah. welcoming and friendly. So, but good movie. Did want to make the Matrix reference though, and it's just so tempting to say her name like that. Not a lot of dogs in the Matrix movies, as far as I can. I don't recall seeing any dogs. Right. So, which we're, I don't... we're probably stretching the boundaries of, I don't know. <laughs> of the dog show with that one. That's what the Matrix is all about, though, isn't it? Stretching it is. boundaries. Yes. Good point. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Jet City Animal Clinic has been open since January 23rd was your first day open. Right. It's beautiful. Looks so nice. It's such a great space to be in. And I know that that's one of your kind of one of your um, intentions with opening your own clinic was really having a space that people and dogs are going to want to go to. Right, right. And just to have it be pleasing for everybody and calm. I mean, when the lobby's calm, the animals are calm, the people are calm, and there's lots of good stuff to look at. You're pretty calm, too. Oh, well, that's good. People, I'm sure, can hear it in your voice. People say that I'm a very calming voice, and I feel like you 
have a very calming <laughs> voice. Are we going to have a calm off? I know. Let's go. I know. <laughs> you lose, Eric. I know. Everyone, I know. everyone falls asleep. Ah, thrown right. out. <laughs> Try to stay. Yeah. Keep alert. Um, no, but it's nice. And that's important. Like you're that's everybody who I've sent to you and I've sent um, friends and clients have said how much they love your demeanor. And it's really nice. So the environment reflects that quiet, calm, beautiful, pleasing to enter, but with a really nice style too. So it's not like calm, I'm going to fall asleep, but it's really just calmly engaging. And you have a quiet room there that is used for specific things that we'll talk more about. Um, And, you know, so let's talk about the way that you practice medicine. And I know that you're really, your focus mainly is about your relationship. So talk a little bit more about what you mean by that. Well, um, so I've been a vet for uh, going on 10 years now. And um, I find that when you really connect with somebody, that's the most meaningful. They're able to understand what you're saying and make decisions based on a relationship. Yeah. A, a relationship that's based in integrity and honesty and logic, really. Because yeah. not everybody can do everything that you provide or propose to them. So yeah. we work with what you can do. Yeah. Um, I think that that's um, a common complaint that I've heard from my clients, especially over the years, is that lack of connection. Because, I mean, and I can kind of relate to that, too, with like what I do. It's part, part, a lot of it is, you know, and for you, you're, you're working with a pet that in some cases has something wrong. So you're working directly with the pet, but then you're also working directly with the human and how important it is to be able to do both effectively, not just be great with the animals, but then not really be able to communicate what's going on or what the options are to the human and really work with the human. The other thing that I really like that you say is that you're really about educating and empowering the owners to make the decisions with you. It's not just like a bullying experience, which happens a lot, unfortunately. I've had people tell me this over the years um, where they just don't feel like they're really in power to make decisions. And that's a great part of it, too, where it's like a partnership. Yeah, I'd, I just, um, that's part of the integrity, I think, is um, presenting all the options and then discussing the options and allowing owners to make the decisions that are going to be one best for their for their pet, but also for their pocketbook or and or circumstances in their life that... right. Because it's not an exact science. No. So, it's not. and that, that means a lot of different things, but it re- that's even more so important that the communication is really easy and flowing. Right. And, and um, you know, the, the owners are so important in the healing process, mm-hmm. and they're so important in getting the, the, the truth about what's going on because they know their pets better than I do. Yeah. And I can tell them maybe where it hurts, but they can tell me. How long has it been going on? What's going on? Um, and that's one of my things, pieces of advice is know your pet. Mm-hmm. Know your pet and what's normal. Um, you know, how much do they urinate? And when they go out in the backyard, what do they do? You know, do they just play around or are they having diarrhea or, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just helps you. The, the owners are just so important. 
in the relationship. And so, yeah. And I remember when I was talking with Lola Ball, who's the author of uh, When Your Dog Has Cancer, and she's going to be at your guys's open house, yep. which is, yeah, which is this Saturday from 10 to 4. Um, JetCityAnimalClinic.com is the website. You can find out uh, more information about that from their site. And I'll also, I will also post information on our homepage as well, DogRadioShow.com. So she's going to be doing a book signing there at your guys' open house, which is great. Um, but we were talking about the importance, like, of you said, knowing your pet, really knowing how your pet feels and really, like, intentionally doing, you know, just getting your hands all over your pet so that if something changes, if there's a new bump or lump, that right. you're going to feel it. Because with some dogs and cats with their their fur, you're not necessarily going to see it. Right. Right. And... Just even their behavior is important, too, Mm -hmm. knowing what's normal for them. Yeah, totally. So you've opened since uh, January 23rd, and has has there been any um, anything that's impressed you about having, like, as far as your expectations of, well, now I have my own clinic? Because there is a lot that goes into it. I was blown away when you did your uh, sort of pre- pre-opening party um like because as a business owner you know I was like walking through the clinic looking around looking at all the equipment that's there I was like holy crap yeah (laughs) yeah this is amazing this is beautiful and there's so much to it so um are you is is it sort of settling in it hasn't only been a few months yeah it's settling in and uh you know it's a really fun I I I I had no idea it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the team is so much fun. We enjoy each other. We enjoy our job. We enjoy the clients that we work with. And, um, you know, I think um, what I've really learned is that the clients in, in the area and, well, anybody who comes, they're so knowledgeable about about food, about health care, um, they're really intelligent, and it's so uh, nice to work with them. It mm-hmm. really is, and they're very open for, you know, we do some funny things at the practice, do some alternative things, and, and yeah. you know, they're open to that. And when I present that, it's, I don't, I don't know, they just really love their their pets, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, and that's something, too, that I think makes you really special is that you're a traditional traditional vet. You're not a holistic vet. You so you're traditionally educated, but you're so open and aware of of other alternative options to refer people to, to really create a team, which yep. I think is so important because, and I see that with my work, working with behavior, oftentimes I'm sending dogs to their vet to get checked out for if there's something medical going on or referring them to see Dr. Nels, who I've had on the show, yep. who's amazing, who is um, one of the cool connections out of this relationship is that he's practicing uh once every uh, every other saturday at jet city animal clinic yep. which is yep. so great yeah he has three or four clients um a week when he comes in there and um people come to see him get readjusted energy wise and yeah. well the people don't their their dogs do but he does everything from chickens to horses so has he done has fun. he worked a chicken he, he hasn't yet but, but he will he, he will he we probably have. has we had chickens in there today, actually. You did? Yeah. Yeah, and you guys, uh, you see chickens, too, which is cool. There's a lot of chickens around. We have chickens yeah. across the street. Yeah. 
Ke- um, Kevin, the practice manager, is actually um, uh, on the poultry board for Washington State. Oh, wow. So There you go. He's used He's all- to show, show all sorts of animals, <laughs> but chickens are one of his things. That really? Yeah. Cool. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back uh, talking more with Dr. Anderson of Jet City Animal Clinic and about their really, really awesome open house that's coming up this Saturday from 10 to 4. JetCityAnimalClinic.com is the website. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk your dog didn't hate going to the vet? Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared? Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice. JetCityAnimalClinic.com. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Designing Health, makers of the Missing Link Supplement, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 28th, it's the last Sunday of the month, and that means it's a shelter, rescue sanctuary, and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll talk with Betsy Lott at Mollywood Avian Sanctuary up in Bellingham and visit with the All Breed Equine Rescue in Marysville, plus a few surprises on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Who is Jopra? What is Jopra? When is Jopra? Joe Janot is the host of a brand new show called Jopra. Joe has been nicknamed Jopra by his friends and colleagues who find his advice and insight to be enlightening, just like a certain other talk show host of World Without. Born and raised in Seattle, independent-minded Joe Janot is bringing issues to the airwaves that make you ponder, laugh, and deliberate. The Jopra Show is about the ins and outs of food and drink, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Get to know Jopra every Thursday at 2, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. 1150kknw.com. Your connection to Alternative Talk. 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We're back with Dr. Anderson and Jet City <laughs> Animal Clinic. <laughs> it's not going to get old. <laughs> JetCityAnimalClinic.com is their website. They're located on 12th Avenue in Seattle's Capitol Hill, right near Seattle U. And they're a full-service 
veterinary practice, and uh, we're so excited to have you here on the show and get to know you a little bit. If you've missed any part of this interview or any of our past shows, we have over 200 archived on our website, dogradioshow.com, and also a free download from iTunes. So just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes and uh, under the audio podcasts of iTunes, and you'll find all of our episodes there as well. And if you're on Facebook, be sure to find us both on Facebook. Um, We are awfully close to hitting 1,000, which is exciting. Uh, Hopefully today. So if you're near your computer or you get home, get on Facebook and find The Dog Show with Julie Forbes and become a fan and become part of the conversation in between our live shows every Wednesday from 2 to 3. And then our encores every Sundays at 1. You can also find Jet City Animal Clinic on Facebook as well. So you guys have an open house coming up this Saturday from 10 to 4 at your clinic. Yes. And uh, there's so much going on. Um, I mentioned in the last segment, Lola Ball is going to be there. She's the author of When Your Dog Has Cancer. She's going to be doing a book signing in the afternoon. I'm going to be there offering free uh, dog training and behavior advice or conversations Um, For anyone who has questions about their dog's behavior or training from two to four. And tell us about some other stuff that you have going on. There's you doing like all these crazy giveaways and food and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, we have some really great sponsors. Um, There's a huge canine gift basket that um, if you come, you get a free raffle ticket so you don't have to buy the raffle tickets. Uh-huh. I'm hoping to have a photo booth as well. Um, but there's a huge canine gift basket, just treats and grooming and toys, everything. Same uh, feline uh, basket as well. Carpet stain cleaner. We're giving away some things, um, a senior annual wellness exam um, for dog or cat, uh, these are like $300, $350 values, uh, which are great. Yeah, it includes all sorts of like, one of them has like a blood panel and urine and nail trim and, or urine analysis and nail trim, parasite screen. Yeah, and all the lab stuff is donated by the lab, which is cool. Great. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, these are like big packages, <clears throat> like the senior annual wellness care package. It's a $350 value, and you guys have four of these types of packages that you're giving away and this is all part of the free raffle just for showing up yep yep show up and and bring your pets if you want cats probably not so easy but you know (laughs) what about chickens uh chickens yeah maybe not i don't know if there's cats coming we probably don't want to bring chickens and if there's dogs coming we might not want to bring cats right right well we see how that goes there's going to be some fabulous cupcakes made by Harriet's House of Cakes, best cupcakes I've ever had. So Red those. velvet and salted caramel. Mm-hmm. To try to stay away from those. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, will Carlin be making her cocktail sauce? No. Oh. I know. <laughs> she doesn't even get a comb. Oh. She has to work, so. That's too bad. I know. All right. Meat and cheese, veggies, fruit platters, light drinks, coffee, juice, wine, and water. And uh, treat bags, little like um, party gifts. Everyone gets some treats. Yep. And then all of these raffles that are awesome. And <clears throat> other, also, um, Polly Klein, tell us a little bit about her because she's using your quiet room. 
Right. So Polly Klein is another uh, practitioner that is working out of what we call the quiet room, which is like a living room. It has a couch and carpet, so it's it's just comfortable to be in. Yeah. So she um, is a Reiki master. She also does cranial sacral therapy um, for dogs and cats. And um, I wasn't sure what that was, but it's really interesting. It's more, um, yeah, having to do with the the the, the head and um, body but not trying to rub out like massage tries to rub out knots. This is kind of more working with the uh, connective tissues to mm. just get energy flow mm-hmm. better. And she could explain it so much better than I could, but fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is an animal communicator, which is great. Cool. And um, she talked to Travis for us, which was was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, speaking of Travis, you have two dogs. Yes. Travis and sister. And what are their breeds? Um, sister is a border collie cattle dog. Uh, her name is Sister Smarty Pants. And Travis the Wiz is, I don't know, he was a stray, but I think he's a Yorkie Poo maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. They're adorable. We are s- sort of obsessed with sister. Yeah. Well, they're fun. <laughs> they're fun. And you guys went out with Sister to see Maggie McClure, who's the coordinator of the Vashon Sheepdog Trials, and did some herding with her. Yeah, yeah. we did. She had a great time. She found her found her calling, huh? Well, she just she just <laughs> had. What I love about Maggie is she's just like, just let her have fun. Yeah. We're not going to tell her to do anything. Just see what she does. Yeah, so it was fun. Cool. So JetCityAnimalClinic.com dot com is their website. Uh, their open house is this Saturday. Uh, lots of what is it? Two thousand over twenty five hundred dollars in raffle giveaways, yeah. and you get a free raffle ticket just for walking through the door. So there you go, and um, you can bring your dog um, as long as you think your dog would enjoy being there and enjoy being with other dogs, and see the space. Check out the quiet room. Um, something else that I really that's a sort of a um, passion of mine among many is end of life the conversations yeah. of end of life. And I know that that's something that you are really sensitive to as well. And, um, and that's part of also what the quiet room is intended for too. Right. Right. Yeah. I am just trying to be, I mean, we all have lost dear pets and we know it's so incredibly difficult and to have to go into a bright exam room where you've come for years, sit on a hard floor, sit on a hard floor yeah. and, say goodbye to your family member mm-hmm. and sometimes your best and best friend ever mm-hmm. in your life it's so hard so we have a place that's comfortable for everybody and you know you don't ever have to go in there ever again you don't want mm-hmm. you know when you come into jet city it's not like you're put back in that same room where you said goodbye to yeah you know your loved one that's so. a good point i didn't even mm-hmm. think about that and that totally happened where I was, this was years ago, but I found myself back in the exam room that I was in when I put Chewy down. Mm. And I was like, whoa, wow, yeah. here I am again. Yeah. Last time I was in this room. And it just, you know, it was fine, but it was definitely a thing that, was, you know, struck me about being in there that I wasn't necessarily anticipating. So right. that's a good, uh, good aspect of that as well. So <clears throat> I find... Um, Physiology. I wish I could download your brain <laughs> because <laughs> <That'd> be scary. <laughs> at least for the physiology part, <laughs> um, because I 
It was one of She's my... back in the Matrix. <laughs> I know. I know. Download your brain, Dr. Anderson. Um, because it's so interesting. I mean, when you really learn about how... I remember when I learned about muscle contraction and I was freaking out. I remember drawing it on napkins for friends, like after class. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. This happens and then this happens and this happens and it happens so fast. So, you know, talking about how cyst- like understanding how everything works together, you're talking about metabolic function. Um, and I asked you what that was. So wh- <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, you're referring to what I think is so important, which is nutrition and how it enhances metabolic function. Metabolic function is, is your body, how your organs work together, how the physiology of your body and, um, how it, it, everything has jobs. And so those jobs are done more easily if they don't have to get rid of, um, all sorts of toxins on top of it. Right. Um, and, and have the right building blocks, so the right amino acids and, and all right. this to to just function and, and do the best. And so when your body your your body gets worn out, it's the same with us as it is with dogs and cats. They're just more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, gets worn out dealing with toxins all the time. Mm-hmm. And they are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're something that is another thing that. Um, I really appreciate about you and that definitely makes you unique among the, the the larger population of veterinarians is your sensitivity to nutrition and, and how important it is. And that's not, I mean, that's undervalued in hu- human medicine also. It's just blows my mind right. that, you know, people could, you know, I have a friend who's has a liver liver issue and nobody's really brought up nutrition. I know. So it's like, blows my liver. mind. We'll just do a colonoscopy when I won't ask you what you eat. Right. <laughs> like it's not connected or, right. or not one of the most important factors to health. So, right. and it's the, all the same is true for dogs and cats. Um, so having a, a vet who's a traditional vet who is sensitive to nutrition, who's open to raw food diets, cooked food diets, dehydrated foods, um, I know Natural Pet Pantry is going to be at your open house as well. Yep. And they're going to have treats there for people to give their pets and there to talk to people who are interested in learning more about raw and cooked food alternatives. Um, and that's such such an important thing because that's something that I run up against a lot with my clients is that there's a lot of um, a lot of people, I mean, in general, but who are really scared of, of raw foods or who are just opposed, just flat out opposed to them. And, you know, and I'm not. And so that's kind of a difference in perspective. And we both tend to passionately state our case. So it's nice to not have that friction there um, to be able to send people and know that they're not going to be like pressured to just get on a prescription diet just because that's what's sold there. Right. And that those are really used with discretion and, you know, really as needed when it's, you feel it's really the only option for the, for the case. So um, that's just so awesome. And I know as I've been talking to people in the industry about you and letting them know, they are always, I always put that in like, and she's totally keen on nutrition and food and, and, and they're like, oh, no way. Like that's something that is really, really valuable. And that's really, unfortunately, pretty uncommon. Well, Unless you go to like a holistic vet and right. then, you know. Right. Well, and I think, um, you know, 
I guess that's part of the the whole integrity of of the way I want to practice because I think what I've actually seen with prescription diets and what I've seen with good quality foods, I'm just getting into the raw, so that's kind of new to me, mm-hmm. um, is I think as well, as a medical practitioner, you're always having to learn. You're always having to open yourself up to what else can we do to help this patient. And um, nutrition has been so important in, I mean, allergies. I can tell you how many, 90% of cat allergies cured with a change in, and, and I'm talking cat allergies as in the chronic barfing syndrome. Mm. It's not normal for them to barf all the time. That's just not normal. Right. Evolutionarily, it wouldn't be functional right so it's because of what we feed them Imagine so that. i know i mean you know kibble's convenient but yeah yeah it's not great for, for him so and in understanding the different i mean even if we're talking about kibble like the differences between a grocery store bought one and then one that's right. bought at a local independent pet store right because there are people that don't want to deal with raw food and don't have the lifestyle to deal with it and that's okay there are good kibbles out there mm-hmm. that are better at least than um you know, what you get at the grocery store. Right, for sure. All right, well, time flies. Jet City Animal Clinic's open house is this Saturday, 10 to 4. JetCityAnimalClinic.com is the website, and there's so much going on. Free raffles, over $2,500 in raffles. Um, You get a free ticket when you walk in the door. Cupcakes, food, drinks, uh, lots of professionals, including myself, will be there. Lola Ball, who's the author of When Your Dog Has Cancer. I'll be, I'll be there from 2 to 4, offering free training and behavior advice for dogs. Um, and Polly Klein, who does craniosacral Reiki, and she's an animal communicator. She'll be there. Natural Pet Pantry will be there. And it's going to be a really great event. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope to see you there. And I'll put the information on our site as well, dogradioshow.com. And uh, it's great to have you on the show. And I look forward to having you back on a regular basis to talk <laughs> about various um, health-related tips that we can benefit from your expertise. Yeah. Well, that would be fun. Thanks for having me. And everybody, just come down. The clinic's really cool. It'd be just fun to see, get some treats. Yep. So Get to meet people, get to talk, talk pet. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with... Independence Guide Dogs, when we come back today, actually is International Guide Dog Awareness Day. So we'll be back with them. And uh, thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. Every generation needs a voice, and on Mondays at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150, Lewis Howard's show, Head of the House, is the voice for the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Head of the House brings education, insight, and information that brings health and healing to the challenges of managing your home, relationships, and your career. Tune in once and you will be hooked. That's Head of the House every Monday at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150.
Want a faster metabolism? Desperate for more energy throughout the day? Food is our most powerful medicine, and on Passionate Nutrition Radio, I'll answer your burning nutrition questions and offer real solutions for your family. On Passionate Nutrition Radio, you'll learn how to transform how you look and feel with the foods that you eat. My name is Jennifer Adler, and I'm a nutritionist, chef, and founder of Passionate Nutrition, a nutrition practice with six locations throughout the greater Puget Sound area. Join me on Passionate Nutrition Radio for a weekly serving of nutrition wisdom. Learn more at PassionateNutrition.com. That's Passionate Nutrition every Friday at noon. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Wish your dog didn't hate going to the vet? Wish you were welcomed by a team who cared? Jet City Animal Clinic is an enjoyable respite from the same old thing. Dr. Anderson and her team have created a full-service facility that combines veterinary expertise with a comfortable style. Jet City Animal Clinic is located in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood on 12th Avenue across from Seattle U. Bring your crazy questions, odd ideas, and alternative thinking. Jet City Animal Clinic will work with you to keep your furry family members healthy and happy. Traditionally educated with an open mind, call us at 206-329-0253 or email info at jetcityanimalclinic.com to make an appointment. Jet City Animal Clinic, a unique approach to the health care of your urban pet, a local family practice. JetCityAnimalClinic.com. Remember, you're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And we are back now with Toby Willis, who is the president of Independence Guide Dogs, a local to Seattle guide dog organization. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, we were able to get this together um, pretty last minute. Yeah, day's notice. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a flyer about an event that you guys are actually having tonight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's at um, Jules Mays um, Saloon, I think, mm-hmm. in Georgetown, a little neighborhood of Seattle, just south of downtown. Really great spot. And you're having an event tonight for your organization. That's right. We're going to be celebrating International Guide Dog Day um, tonight with a uh, private tasting of a limited edition Georgetown Brewing Company beer that they are calling Zakai Baltic Potter. Uh-huh. And um, if I may, yes. um, that Zakai is my guide dog. I am blind, and I use a guide dog for mobility. And um, Georgetown, my friends there, uh, love the dog, obviously. Yeah. And um, decided to name a um, a beer after him. So Pretty sweet. Yeah. So looking so forward to it. Is it a porter then? It is a porter. And so Potter, spelled P-A-W-T-E-R, is a play on right. porter. Right. Yeah. So he's got a beer, and he's here with us. He is in the studio. In it's... yeah, and he's a beautiful, big, beautiful German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been partnered with him? 
Uh, for just over seven years, I received him uh, in March of 2006. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how did you get, um, you know, it's not, um, you know, your everyday person who who puts a, who, you know, who, who starts a guide dog training. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's definitely, definitely very, very specialized and... And there's so much to it. I mean, any assistance mm-hmm. dog training program, um, you know, there's a lot to doing it. Any type of assistance dog and guide dogs as a unique um, as a unique type of assistance dog. So how did you, uh, you know, what inspired you and enabled you to start your own? Well, I think Zakai inspired me to start Independence Guide Dogs. And as the name implies, um, he brought so much independence to my life and uh, gave me the confidence back that I lost along with my vision um, um, several years ago that I I just have been inspired to share that with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ha- how long ago did you lose your vision? I suffer from a disease called retinitis pigmentosa. It's a genetic disorder that I inherited. Uh-huh. Um, and it, I was diagnosed at a very young age when I began to lose my uh, night vision and then eventually... Um, uh, losing my color perception, and then now I'm down to sort of sort of black and white, very narrow, uh, what's called tunnel vision. Uh huh. Um, so you know, I I could not be mobile without without Zakai showing me obstacles right. and yeah uh, changes in elevation like stairs and curves and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I uh, when we were promoting the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show, which you guys were at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Janine Prindle on, who's uh, also visually impaired, and she has um, right. Cranberry, her guide dog. Mm-hmm. I met and, her there. Yeah, and she was talking about how she'll alert also to things from above, like Absolutely. a low-hanging branch or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and that's something that a white cane will never be able to do, is to tell you that there's an overhead right. uh, obstacle, is what we, we refer to those things, like branches or maybe low-hanging uh, uh, obstacles like a like a low door, for example, and yeah, some older construction or something mm-hmm. coming up towards you, something approaching you, mm-hmm. like you know, obviously crossing streets and stuff like that. But it just must be. I can't. I really can't imagine. Uh, I mean, I can and I can't. What it what it would be like? What the difference it would make to be partnered with a guide dog versus not? Well, it's it's definitely uh, tough to get used to. When I first got Zakai, um, it was really hard to trust the dog because you. You know, he's a dog, and I grew up with dogs, and I never had used a dog in this capacity uh, until I got him. So I, I remember he, him leaving the sidewalk to avoid an obstacle, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I should be going through this yard or whatever, you know, to get around. I didn't know the obstacle was there. I just knew that I feel, felt my feet leaving the concrete and going into grass, right? Right. And so, you know, my trainer would tell me, just trust the dog, go with the dog. And then, you know, eventually after a few months of – um you know, working and realizing how fluid our travel had become, mm-hmm. um, I was able to trust him everywhere we went. Yeah. And so how do you go from working with a guide dog personally to creating an organization that's now going to train them? Because that's <laughs> a whole different, you know, it really, it is, yeah. how do you, uh, so talk a bit about how that's structured and how you see that going. Sure. Well, that's that's a big that's a big question that probably I know, right? uh, might <laughs> actually um, let's you know, I, I would I, let's hold that thought actually because um, we're coming up on a break. Okay, and it is 
I mean, it's not something you can even answer in the next segment, but just kind of speaking to that a little bit, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Darcy, my wife, owns Healing Allies, which is a a service dog training organization for mental health. Mm -hmm. And man, there is and she's been doing it for over five years now, and it has just been a very, very steep um, and rewarding learning curve. It is Um, very rewarding, but it's it's not easy. And uh, the the one thing that I would like to make sure I I put out there is that we give these dogs away for Mm -hmm. free to blind people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our challenge is securing the funding that we need to pay our trainers. Right. And that's part of what your um, Mm -hmm. the function that you're doing tonight is to help raise money for your organization. We we want to raise awareness uh, to let Seattle know that we're here Mm -hmm. and what we do and also uh, hopefully raise a little money to uh, go directly to uh, placing our first dog. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's at Jules Mays Saloon in Georgetown, right there on Airport Way. It's tonight. What time does that start? It starts at 6. 6 p.m. Uh, you can taste uh, the the beer that has been mm-hmm. named for Zakai, who right. is Toby's uh, guide dog. And uh, Zakai will be there, of course. Absolutely. And several other puppies in the program. So awesome. your $20 admission gets you a free uh, souvenir tasting glass with uh, Zakai Potter logo and um, um, free food and live music and cool all the puppies you want to pet. Awesome. All right. We'll, we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150. Electric Incorporated is a full-service electrical contractor. From simple home repairs to full remodels, new construction, and small commercial projects, our qualified electricians do it all. We pride ourselves on our workmanship and professional standards, delivered with value in mind. Located in historic Ballard, Kemley Electric serves the greater Seattle metropolitan area. Licensed, bonded, and insured. Kemley Electric welcomes all inquiries about your electrical needs. Visit the website kemleyelectric.com. That's K-E-M-L-Y electric.com. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Medusia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. 
That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. We're back with Toby Willis, who is the president of Independence Guide Dogs. Welcome back to the show, Toby. Thank you. Glad to be here. So we were talking... um, where we left off was, uh, well, what inspired you to start your own guide dog organization? Because it's not not your not your common mm-hmm. nonprofit. <laughs> it's true. There's only uh, I think twelve or thirteen accredited guide dog training programs in the U.S. and mm-hmm. and uh, most of those programs focus on um, uh, Labrador you know, retriever breeds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of an average dog for the average user and. Um, very few programs anymore have German Shepherd dogs, which mm-hmm. is uh, what I enjoy working. Mm-hmm. Um, and who your guide dog is? Yeah, is a, a German, is Shep- a German yeah. Shepherd dog, and yeah. so um, you know, for for me, I wanted to have I wanted to know where my next guide dog was going to come from. You know, I wanted a German Shepherd mm-hmm. dog. There's not very many places to get those anymore. There mm-hmm. are uh, the Seeing Eye in New Jersey has a has a small number of shepherds and. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a couple other schools have have some shepherds, but by and large, there's there's really no place for us here on the west coast to get a German Shepherd dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I did start Independence Guide Dogs uh, solely uh, dedicated to the German Shepherd dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and, what um what type of um for someone who may not be familiar with you know with the depth that you and I may be with with labs who you know, I mean, labs and other other retrieving breeds, and really any breed that's a guide dog. I mean, these are all exceptional dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, what is the, you know, from your perspective, what is the the edge or the difference that that why do you like your shepherd versus you know a lab who is also an an exceptional guide dog? Well, the German Shepherd dog has a history of um, a very strong work ethic. Uh, German Shepherds were the first guide dogs um, in in the U.S. and uh, and uh, in in Europe in uh, in the ni- early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. They're there's mm-hmm. they're a dream to train, right? Yeah, they're very strong work ethic. They're very smart and they have a lot of stamina. And that was the number one deciding factor for me. Was I I, I travel a great deal. I do a lot of walking and hiking and backcountry overnight backpacking and things mm-hmm. like that. And Zakai has. Uh, the stamina and the and the want to the drive to mm-hmm. actually um, lead those uh, ventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you talked about that. There's basically four main kind of uh, components to the program and really creating a successful, ultimately a successful partnership with a person and a guide dog. Sure. Um, so breeding, raising, training, and placement. Right, and that's sort of how we've developed our program, and we have. Um, a unique program. I, I will say that uh, out of all the accredited programs in the U.S., um, we are the only kennel-free organization in in, uh, in operation. So mm-hmm. uh, our dogs never go to a kennel. So the, the natural progression of a dog through our program, starting with breeding and acquisition, 
Uh, we have several breeders around the country who uh, breed especially for us, to, you know, uh, to get a placid, even-tempered, calm dog mm-hmm. with what we call an off switch. So they have to be able to lay down and chill, just like Zakai's doing right now in the studio. He's yeah. sound asleep while yeah. we're working. <laughs> and um, that's that's important for a blind person to, to be able to work traffic and, you know, complicated situations on their way to work and then shut the door to their office and have an eight-hour workday without the dog needing attention. Right. right? Yeah. Any assistance mm-hmm. dog. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And then uh, beyond the you know that the breeding and acquisition, of course, health is a major factor as sure. well. Yeah. And then the dogs uh, are placed with puppy raisers, which we always have a need for. So anybody out there that's interested in raising a future guide dog to change someone's life, then yeah, you can contact us. And well, I'll tell you, I am a terrible puppy raiser. I tried it <laughs> once, and we have an extra dog now as a result of it because <laughs> I could not let him go. I think I'm too good at it. (laughs) It's like over my dead body, this dog is going anywhere. (laughs) But it is a really special uh, way to contribute. We have puppy raisers who have raised uh, upward of 25 guide dogs. Yeah. Other organizations who are raising dogs for us now. Cool. Really, really good. And the the puppy raising is is quite possibly the most important component Mm -hmm. of the program because without that solid foundation of good socialization, and experiences, positive experiences, the dog's never going to withstand the responsibilities that he or she encounters in the training phase, which yeah. is sort of the third phase yeah. of the process. And, you know, training is uh, usually starts when the dogs are, uh, in a traditional program, 16 months of age. But with our kennel-free operation, we're able to start the dogs much younger mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, without the added stress of a kennel and being removed from their puppy raisers, the dogs are able to go into our training program many times at 12 months. So how does that where's that how does that connection work between the dog having time with the tra- with your trainers versus with where they're living? Um so the trainers pick up the dogs or or are connected with the dogs for just a couple hours a day. Uh-huh. So my thought was um you know, why spend the other 22 hours in a kennel when they can just stay with their puppy raisers? So we have an army of volunteers who help coordinate getting the dogs from their puppy raisers to their trainer for that couple hours of work. Mm-hmm. And then the puppy raisers, um, you know, can reinforce the training mm-hmm. uh, that that's being done by the professional, um, as opposed to going back to a kennel where they lose that uh, that training that they that they gained that day. Or if they're going back to a home environment that mm-hmm. that doesn't interact with the dog in a way that's consistent with the training, too. I could see that being really damaging to the training as well. So well, there must not, be... Not a, usually an issue. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, there, there must be a lot of... Um, it's just all one uh, one big team where everybody's we've, working together. We've absolutely made it our goal to create a very uh, fluid process from mm-hmm. from breeding to placement mm-hmm. all the way through it's we want everybody to uh, be working together from beginning to end and not have four silos where people aren't uh, involved in each other's processes yeah mm-hmm. and it's great for the dog I mean the well-being of the dog oh, absolutely. And, the yeah. dog no, no dog wants to go into a kennel environment they love to go home to their to their families at the end of the day when they finish their training yeah mm-hmm. so let's talk about international guide dog awareness day which is today it is. And so what is the um, what is the mission of, of that from your perspective? International Guide Dog Day is set aside for us to recognize how important a role guide dogs play in a blind person's life mm. and um, how important it is for guide dogs to have access to public places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you run into that? 
where I do occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just amazing to me, but it's, it does happen. It's typically a matter of just uh, folks not understanding. Yeah. That um, uh, you know the ADA supersedes local. Yeah. Um, health department laws. Usually that's the number one. You know, right. You enter a restaurant, it's like, we, oh, you can't have dogs in here. Well, yeah. well actually, the, the local health department code stipulates that you can have service dogs. Right. And then beyond that, there's state and federal laws that mm-hmm. allow us access. Yeah. And also to remind people with any working dog to not interrupt the dog when they're working. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, generally the you want to just ignore them and let them do their job. And, and if you can't control yourself to always be sure to ask the handler if you can say hi. Um, And uh, I've had, when I've been out with healing allies dogs, I've had people actually bark at us. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are (laughs) you serious? Seriously, you're doing this right now? Oh, it's just amazing. It's it's amazing what qualities in people dogs bring out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The good Good or bad. The good and the bad, (laughs) right? Yeah. Well, um, I'll have to get a quick picture of you guys before we leave the booth today. Yeah. Um, Zakai is this this big, beautiful German Shepherd uh, just laying on the floor, being a real good boy. And uh, it was I'm so glad that you guys were able to come in. That you're local. Um, yeah. You know, best of luck to you as you as Thank you keep you. going. And I hope tonight's event. Uh, again, uh, Independence Guide Dogs here locally in Seattle is having an event tonight at Jules May's Saloon which is in Georgetown neighborhood on Airport Way. It's a great spot, and there's a special beer named after Zakai. It's a porter. You can taste that. Mm-hmm. And just go hang out, support Independence Guide Dogs, and help them uh, help them do the great work that they do. And it was so great to meet you today. Thanks nice for being on the show. Yeah, thanks and for I'll, having me. I'll post uh, links, links to your sites and all that good stuff on our website, dogradioshow.com. If you've missed any part of this interview or any of our over 200 episodes, you can find them all archived on our website and also as a free podcast on iTunes. And be sure to find us on Facebook as well. Uh, Thanks so much for being here, and I look forward to keeping in touch. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having us on. And, uh, And remember, today is International Guide Dog Awareness Day, and thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. This show will be rebroadcast on Sunday at 1.00. 